Hello and welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie podcast that breaks down a movie franchise one movie at a time. We're going back to one of the franchises we started early in this show as we're going back to the Fast and the Furious franchises. Somehow that little, we're still in your VCR, Panasonic VCR combos are now to Fast 10. That's right, Fast 11 if you include Hobbs and Shaw. We're we, about which we shouldn't have. We still shouldn't have done that. So this well, is Fast 11. Bit in a way. <laughs> so we're talking about Fast 10. I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm long with Ricky Marcelli. I I don't know what to do for bits anymore. I feel like we've bitted out this fucking film. But yeah, Jason <laughs> Momoa being eclectic. I don't know why I sound so down about that. I mean, he was enjoyable. And uh, let's just talk about, uh, oh, let's not forget about uh, Cypher, who's just there for some things. Keith Swetland. <laughs> got my got my bomb ass haircut. No, just I, like uh, um, my thing. Here's what I was going to say when you introduced me. It was uh, much like much like Vin Diesel and like 80% of these movies. Like I try to get out, but they pull me back in. <laughs> So, no, Vin Diesel loves these movies, so that's why he keeps. No, I meant like, well, nobody's like saying his, he's trying to get out of the character. life. Sorry, he wants no, to just not, settle down, not, not uh, Vin, yeah. enjoy his family, teach his twelve-year-old how to drift. <laughs> I just want to wear the most obnoxious necklace in the world and like stand in parking lots and barbecue. Don't forget, wear a lot of Von Dutch clothing <laughs> without <laughs> sleeves. <laughs> and uh Get called a 90s slur for ordering a tuna sandwich. <laughs> well, this is going to be a spoiler-free show, so if you haven't seen this movie, just stop and go watch it, and then come back. But Oh, I was about to say, I'm like, you mean it's a spoiler? Like, we're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. You say no. not a spoiler-free? No, this is a spoiler-free. Um, spoiler-free zone. <laughs> yes, so uh, stop, spoil stop, stop what you're doing. Um, the rock's in it. Fast X comes out May 19th, 2023. Runtime P uh runtime two hours and twenty-one minutes, PG thirteen, directed by Lewis Lettner. Um Justin Lin was directing this movie in the beginning, but he left the movie within a couple weeks actually because of confrontation with one Vin Diesel. People can't mess with Vin's baby. It doesn't go well for them. Um Again, returning, Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, Jason Statham, Jordana Brewster, Tyrese Gibson, Ludacris, uh, Natalia uh, Emmanuel, Charlize Theron, John Cena, Soon Kang, uh, Scott Eastwood, Helen Mirren, The Rock, um, new to the (laughs) cast, Brie Larson, Alan Richson, and Jason Momoa. I feel like I'm forgetting someone, some other people, but there was yeah, just I, a lot of people in this movie. To I mean, The Rock is back, Wonder Woman's back, Jason. I think you said yeah, Jason Ga- Statham. Yep, yeah, Gal Gadot is back. You know, it's just like no Wonder Woman. That's she's just Wonder Woman. Okay, there, buddy. Um, Wonder yeah. Woman. Bing, 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 bing. As some people I saw online calling this kind of like the Infinity War of uh, Fast, just <laughs> by getting everybody back in some shape or fashion. And as Joe got to yell in the theater, he was vindicated. I was vindicated. Because they brought back fucking Gal Gadot. How? How is she alive? 
Dude, no don't worry about it. She, she, she is she, so dead. She <laughs> fell. She fell in a cloud of smoke. Who knows what's underneath that smoke? Wasn't that no, out of a plane it was going weird. like two hundred miles body an hour on that seventeen billion mile fucking runway? <laughs> Again, she fell in a cloud of smoke. She was on. She was on. Wasn't she in the jeep or <sighs> on the jeep that was in the flight? So something. Hundred percent. No, she just she was like on the plane and went flying down to the runway. No, well, no, it was her and Han were fighting someone on the on a jeep that were attached to the flight of the plane, and it was <laughs> flying in the air. And then she like let you got to let me go, and then she fell through the smoke. And I'm calling it now, Mister Nobody, Kurt Russell, world will turn, and he will be uh, the one driving that. Uh, jeep. Didn't he get shot? No, he got kidnapped in nine, and then he's just been MIA ever since. Fucking Cena's probably not dead after his fiery explosion. Yes. Nothing uh, means anything in this world. It doesn't. <laughs> Dude, fucking Marvel looks at how they handle death and fast and goes, you know yeah. what? It's a little yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you guys think of Fast X? I thought it was enjoyable, honestly. I've seen a lot of complaints online going into the movie of like, oh, they're just, it's too unbelievable. What are we doing here? I'm like, after finishing the movie, I'm like, there was nothing more unbelievable than that than any of the other movies. <laughs> if anything, they ratcheted it back for this movie. There is no fucking car in space. There was no superhero like fucking dive across seven runways and catch someone into a car window. This one was almost too realistic. Well, I can tell you the reason the reason why is because the director who joined on was like, you know what? We really need to uh, tone it down and bring it bring it down back to Earth. So that's why it's a little bit more realistic than it is. What's this guy's resume? That's a really dumb sentence. He's a French. He's a mouth. he's a French director. Ah, he yeah, did. He did. Uh, well, oh no, he directed uh, the Transporter one and two, the Incredible Hulk. Now you see me. I love now you see me. And he's going to be directing the upcoming um, Fast X Part 2 when it comes out. I mean, I'm saying all this in a movie that also nunchucks fucking helicopters with a car. So, like, it's still a bit crazy. But and Vin yeah, Diesel like... did use other cars to softly land his car out of a plane. So it is still out bizarre, but he the reason he said that was just because like they went to Earth. I mean, they went to space. How can we tone it down a little from what can we what can we go beyond going to space? You know, by the being creative by the uh, the rumors were going to be well. If you say that, then the rumors would be like uh, since Universal owns the Jurassic Park uh, name, they like might mix Toretto with Jurassic Park, and that'd be creative, right, Keith? No. That's not the creativity I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, the overlap we need is that Dom and Optimus Prime need to join forces to Optimus Prime. Oh I saw my that. God, that's fantastic. <laughs> I, I saw that meme of the post post credit of Dom in the alley, and then the Autobots show up. Imagine, so uh, Optimus Prime says Autobots roll out. They're all just like a bunch of robots driving, and then there's just like Dom in a charger. <laughs> no, you see, by. Dom needs to drive one of the Transformers <laughs> to get them to go further than they've ever gone before. Because, and you know why, Keith? <laughs> you know what the Transformers have been lacking? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, a certain sense of like belonging of, of rel re relatives in a room. <laughs> Drinking Corona around a table. <laughs> Keith, what did you think of Fast X? Oh, I'll start. Let's see. I, oh, I Ricky started already. So, no, I was saying, I think I was going to, I'll start my thing with my theater experience. So, I saw it on a Friday night. It was, well, it's funny. Ever since like the onset of reserved seating, like the theater, I was, we were there on time. So, at like 7 01, I was sitting there and there was, the theater was empty. Like my showtime started at seven and there was like nobody in there. And then by like 7 15, the place was like packed full. I mean, because no one wants to sit through the 40 fucking minutes of fucking previews we have to do nowadays. Yeah. I'm okay with the trailers, but I think that, like, parody satire. I think certain executives need to have their, like, families kidnapped for allowing commercials to happen after showtime <laughs> nowadays. It's... To be fair, though, we're we're doing this to ourselves. by Because, I mean, I didn't show up till about 20 minutes <laughs> after our showtime. And Joe and Zen didn't show up till like five minutes after me. <laughs> so like we're doing it to ourselves to where they're gonna keep putting commercials later because they're like, these fuckheads aren't showing up on time. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, back to the theater experience. It was I in a Fast and Furious movie, especially op like relative or opening-ish night, I expect there to be like fast heads there that will clap and cheer. It seems like a sort of a community movie experience to me. That like the vibes ought to be like kind of like a party in the movie. Like people should be, you should be allowed to laugh and clap. But it was like the theater was just dead silent. It was a weird experience. Hers was like empty too. Like I mean, we went to an earlier yeah. Saturday show in, but like I felt like Fast hasn't isn't doing as well as I thought it would. Maybe <laughs> people finally are starting to not care about the Fast franchise. Yeah. And as. Yeah, and as far as like the movie in general, Momo was a blast. The, the, and I, I think we'll we'll talk it out. But the ending was insulting. It made me like hate myself. And the like, like a full the, the movie legit just ended halfway through, and they called it a movie. So that I mean, that Keith, was we that. were two hours and twenty in though. You want to go another no two twenty? No, but they like I don't know. They should have. I understand that this is part of a French or part of another trilogy or whatever, but you still like each one has to be a movie. And this didn't feel like a movie. I disagree with that sentiment. I feel like it's totally fine if for yeah. an epic to in. I mean, Dune kind of just ended in the middle. Dune didn't like yeah. wasn't an actual standalone movie. And I still loved it. And I'm <laughs> very excited for the next one. Yeah. And then, yeah, well, it was fun. I thought that. Oh, Momoa's been in both those movies. Weird. Yeah. I Weird think, connection I, between Dune and Fast. I think the something about something about the, the visuals in this movie didn't do it for me. Like the, the graphics and the, the There like were they, random moments of like bad CG. The movie kind of looked like yeah. shit to me. There and there's things of like one scene specific for me is the scene like in the very beginning when Dom's Train, uh, training his son how to drive or that son's driving and then Treader gives an inspirational speech for some reason but like you can clearly tell that CG in the back and it's just like just take a camera t to the street uh, you know, the parking lot and let's film behind who cares <laughs> if it's not the perfect um, you know background of Los Angeles it just like just let it be that but no how to be you know the uh, 
pretty bad CG. And, like because of that, like that made like the lighting look bonkers and stupid in that scene. So it made like Vin Diesel's face look ridiculous. <laughs> and and, we, and we, me and Kate talked about this last night with the producer, like how Vin Diesel. I honestly think Vin Diesel's on an Instagram filter or something because <laughs> he's fifty five and. Like, I think he's trying to not make it look like he's 55, but it's kind of hard to not do that. I mean, they all look like they haven't aged all that much through these films, which is really weird. Yeah. Except... Besides Vin Diesel. No, I, Diesel looks fine to me. I don't I haven't seen that problem. It's um Han. Han looks like he's aged dramatically through these films to me, which is weird. Han looked better to me in this film than he did the last film. I mean, but... he is. Freshly back from the dead, so you know. Yeah. I go. Although I guess he never actually died. He just yeah. got ghosted out of his car, and it's totally fine. They yeah. should just introduce magic to these movies. That's the only way. This they like, really he... just need to go with that whole thing we came up with that Mister Nobody has like a superhero like serum yeah. that he's given them, <laughs> and that they are all superheroes. Yeah. What the Rock literally ran through a wall in five. <laughs> He That's flexed. the ridiculous thing you come up with, not the people multiple times flying out of cars and running into yeah. each other and being totally fine. Who was the one where they landed on top of the car from like a top of a skyscraper and were fine? No, that was when Vin Diesel jumped from his car to catch Rodriguez <laughs> falling from like a helicopter and got that soft, soft landing of a car windshield by jumping across a freeway. Loved it. We, we talked about fine. it. We talked about how pe the how in newer movies the cars are just pillows it's just them <laughs> landing on it and they're like oh we're fine um no i i enjoyed the movie um it was fun it was a good popcorn flick I, going into it i was seeing all the reviews and it was like people i follow that love the franchise were like the movie's fun it's it's just gonna be a fun time and then you have the serious reviewers who are like uh <laughs> it's a five out of ten um uh, you know, it's like not the best, not, you know, it's just, again, Vin Diesel trying to do something that, he, you know, unrealistic, blah, 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 stuff like that. But it, again, I, I think, think too often with these giant franchises, we get caught up with reviewers who just give bad reviews to be clickbaity. Yeah, without. Yeah. But everybody like, <laughs> it, again, it's just from seeing who I, you know, the on social media and just stuff like that. It's just that they. It was a 50 50. You're either going to love the movie or you're going to hate the movie, basically. And also, like, to what Rick brought up about how, like, maybe Fast and Furious isn't as hot as it was, is at the moment. It's like, we're also in the year that movies are now coming out on a regular basis, basics, you know, like, because like, I'm just looking at the box office just for Friday alone and Fast X, Guardians 3, Super Mario Brothers, Evil Dead Rise, John Wick 4, Dungeon and Dragons are still in theaters, you know. Although I do think normal people like don't care about Fast and Furious yeah. that much. Because yeah. like if, like just like anecdotally, like talking about Fast and Furious at work, people are like, oh, there's another one, huh? I didn't know that was coming out. <laughs> I and I think it just depends on the people too, because you know it's like our our group of friends love the Fast and Furious movies, mm -hmm. but then you can talk to other people like you lost me at uh, three at three. Yeah you, yeah, you lost me at Tokyo. I'm like, no, you just have to watch five. And I've yeah. I've talked to somebody's like, I watched five. Five's good. 
<laughs> I've not come back after five. How dare they? Just <laughs> first of all, just some quick questions. Number one, how dare you? <laughs> But no, it was it was a good popcorn flick. So um, let's get into it. Rick, give us the plot. And again, spoilers, spoilers, and more spoilers. Rock back. Jonah Brewster is uh, husbandless for most of the movie for some reason. All right, boys and girls, non-binary, and everyone in between, please gather around for the reading of the plot. Too fast, X. A new demon from the family's past has come to tear them down. But death won't be enough to satisfy Dante because he'll never accept death when suffering is owed. Can Dom and the family overcome this new foe? Or, even with the help of some former enemies, has the family finally met their match? Find out all this and more in Fast X. I feel like the movie itself is too ridiculous for me to actually put ridiculous questions at the end. I'm like, what can I ask that the movie itself isn't already too ridiculous for? They literally chase a flaming ball down the streets of Venice or Rome. Just the most bonkers ball physics you've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) It's what's that game? It's like that old Japanese game where it's like a ball that just keeps rolling and collecting things as it goes. It was very much (laughs) in that that realm. And some like PlayStation 2 fire they put on it. (laughs) I thought the fire looked fine. You really like grasp at some things Keith that I don't understand at times because <laughs> to I, me it looked like the ball was on fire I don't think that was graphics it's one of those things so for the for this movie again you know uh, Paul Walker's character is mentioned and I'm at a point with these movies it's just like kill him off in the movie or just don't mention him or make him move further away yeah have him <laughs> moved uh, somewhere because it's, it's getting to the point. This is like the third movie that they go, Brian's at home with the kids or Brian's with the kids. And it's like, we get it. He's not like, but why is the wife there? You know, like I can get why the wife is there because their grandma's there. So like, whatever, that makes sense. She's going to see her grandma. But why is there a plate for Brian at the fucking barbecue table? Like, there's literally a spot for him next to Jordana Brewster. And I'm like, but was there food on the plate? No, it was empty, as was the chair. Just sat was, right next to her. Uh, was it, were they doing some like cringy, like, like a commemorative thing? Probably. Maybe, probably. Uh, and I literally thought that when the fucking US agency people showed up to get Jordana Brewster and like someone got thrown through the kitchen, they were going to do a like, Brian's here, but always off camera type thing. Me too. Before, before Me they too. showed it with Cena. Me I'm too. Like, oh, I was they're like... going to do some weird thing like, Brian, good job. Let's get out of here. Brian, get him and leave, you know, or something. I uh, 100% I thought the same thing. And then it's just like, oh, it's John Cena. I'm like, okay. And then it's John Cena being a fucking dweeb for most of the movies showing up. What? Um, we were talking with Zen yesterday about the producer that Rita Moreno is in this movie. And she Zen loves her, but like there was no point for her to be in this movie. I think she just wanted to be, I think she wanted to be in the franchise, but again, it's just like my only thought is that she'll come back around for 10 2. Yeah. Like that's the only thing that would make sense. Cause otherwise, like that opening scene with her, like introduction and everything felt so needless. 
Yeah. That might have been the hardest I laughed was when she like she dresses like Dom, but like an old lady. <laughs> I mean, oh. where do you think Dom got his style? Dom does, I mean, that family does love their all white. So I'm, this I'm, kid... I'm... Go ahead, Keith. I was gonna, I've made this joke for like the entire series at this point, but like this movie is like if you made a movie out of a cheesy Facebook guy, it's like those like serious meme posts where it's like a picture of Cillian Murphy from Peaky Blinders looking badass. And you have like only my true friends understand who I am like on it. And it's makes it makes for some good comedy because this movie is like so like self-serious and cringy, but it goes to that point where it's fun. And it's what makes the series charming, I guess. (laughs) There are some parts of that though, where like I've gotten tired of the overplay of it. Like the whole, whole like Roman and Tez, like, constantly beefing thing i'm like oh my god can we just stop with the same thing over and over again like i thought maybe like that fight in the fucking thing was going to be towards something like they were setting something up to distract the agency when they got there but no no it was just a little squabble for no reason and he's throwing fucking pocket sand around uh, it was that that the the Vin Diesel Dom's son is gonna have major PTSD because he's just been learned to hide. Well, and they had him kill like the kid. Yeah, he literally somebody. shot and exploded. <laughs> so he murdered the yeah. child. John Cena had him murder someone. <laughs> yeah, but, but Although, no, no one. Di- I don't think anyone's ever died in a Fast and Furious movie. Like no, the, the bad guys no. have constantly died. The bad guys. Yeah, but do guys, they? Though. Do you think they yeah. have their own little circles where they like? Yeah, do yeah. back fucking... and it's a twist. In the first one, the bad guys die. Yeah, they get shot with the machine gun and then they fly off their bike. And we uh, watch them die. Jesse died. <laughs> you know, we watched uh, Gal Gadot die. <laughs> no, again, no, we did not. We didn't so see her eyes close. She just yeah. fell into okay. to nothingness. If they aren't on screen and watch them die, they don't die in this. Yeah, that's why John Cena's not dead. If we don't have like a paramedic show up and like declare them dead, (laughs) it's like like, we don't see a fiery corpse, they're not dead. It's like Marvel, Game of Thrones. If you don't see them die on screen, they ain't dead. (laughs) It's why Joe's gonna have his fucking stupid ass vindication on Mace Windu's not dead. Vindication. God, when she popped out of that fucking submarine, I was like, you like I even knew like they'd already talked about the fact Gal Gadot was back. Like that was a like a pretty open spoiler, but still to see it on screen. I was like, hi. you sons of bitches. Hi, everybody. I learned how to drive a submarine. <laughs> and it's going to turn out that Cypher, Charlize Theron's character has been working with the agency or bot. You know, it's going to be like, it's going to be like, again, this movie franchise cannot make the bad guy stay bad. One way or another, they will be working with the family. By the end of part two, she'll be drinking Coronas at the table. <laughs> Wearing tank tops, eating barbecue. Which, yeah. you know, totally makes sense when Vin Diesel watched her murder his lover. And it's like the, the, the you know, like I, I have dreamt of, ki- you know, he does the line of like, I have dreamt of killing you multiple times. What shouldn't stop me now? And he's like, let me, let, she's like, let me tell you my final words and then you can do it. And then like, no, we'll put her away in the agency uh, secret <laughs> zone. My favorite part of that fucking agency breakout scene was the four minute fight that ended up being pointless and she needed Cypher's help anyways. Well, I can tell you that there was no director for that fight. It was just them two 
They filmed it themselves. They didn't I mean, have the a director at the time. Fine, so. but it made no goddamn sense. She ended up having to go back and get her anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that a lot of the fighting in this movie made me miss Justin Lin. <laughs> like the the cipher, what's her name? Michelle Rodriguez fight was pretty rad. Sorry, Slurin. Some of the other like some of the other action, it just it felt like clunky to me. Like not as it wasn't as smooth and rad as like the the Justin Lin ones. I'll be honest, I didn't notice that. It all felt pretty just fast to me. It, oh, it, we haven't it, talked about the most annoying part about this movie though. Where this two hour and twenty minute movie, we had to rewatch the twenty minutes of Fast Five in the beginning. Yeah, yeah the first twenty minutes is Fast Five. <laughs> but he just like inserts Momoa into scenes being like, Oh, he was always there. He was just off camera. I which they used bit. which they used um deleted scenes to waver him into that uh into the movie. But yeah, like they could have like legitimately done the um them stealing the safe and then he looks but no we have to have him talking to the father uh herman uh what's what is momo uh, don herman something i forgot dante's father um but we get like the 20 minutes of that it's just like no we just steal the safe and then you put that two and two together they probably could have done some a little bit of cleanup made this a made this a proper two hours. <laughs> I think yeah. they could have shaved twenty. Given me more of the Brazil car racing and yeah, that was sweet sick. music and awesome butt shots. Yeah, they brought back the butts <laughs> that are synonymous with fast. Yeah. And I love that it was back. Yeah. Oh, and then Dom doing his I, they know how to use Vin Diesel because he he was able to like do his cocky racer thing where he's like. You and everyone else wants a shot at me. <laughs> I thought that was great. I love that he's just like ah. this impossible legend everywhere he goes in the street racing scene. Yeah. Like, why do they know him? <laughs> I mean, I understand why they know him in Brazil because, you know, yeah. Fast Five. Mm-hmm. But like, he shows up everywhere and everyone's just like, yeah, dude, this guy is fucking awesome. <laughs> You know what I appreciated also about this movie? We didn't get little Bow Wow and whatever the fuck the 70-year-old high schooler. We will, though. We will, Are though. Are they in two? Well, remember, you, no, they're not. But you have to remember that... They might be. They might be because <laughs> the true, agency be. or the, you know, um, Dante Reyes' character is going after all the people that are associated with Toretto. Well, and the fast movies aren't afraid to do like the tiniest little skinny thread of a plot for an excuse to bring old characters back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're not fast afraid. Fast nine. Yeah. Or F nine. Whatever they like went to London for some reason and talked to the mom got in danger. <laughs> no, the mom was in Rome. Like she talked to Dom. She showed in up in Rome. Rome. No, the Jason they... Statham's mom. Yeah, she was in Rome. Right. She was in Rome. Oh, I thought she was in. Oh, yeah, that was. They just went to London later. Yeah, they went to London for no one's really sure why. They met up with fucking... Well, they went to London because... Um, I mean, that's just where they ended up going. After Roman, they got Tyrese, out of Rome. Yeah, Tyrese just got in a ship and said, follow me. And then, like, where are we? Like, we're back mm-hmm. in London. And they smelled like shitty perfume or cologne. That 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 little riffy banter didn't land for me when they got out of the... <laughs> no, it was kind of bad. I think I think... What they're doing, it's one of the things that like are a negative thing for the fast movies for me, 
is that they are it's a constant hey we're family we should stick together dom's by himself and then it's Ludacris and Tyrese and Ramsey all together in one area. And then you know, Letty's with Dom or by herself and Mia's with Letty. You know, it's just like we're, they're supposed to be a family, but they're always separating. I mean, I think that's also the, the point for this one was Dante's like, I'm going to fracture your family and yeah, pull you yeah. all apart. Well, oh, like man, Dom. I don't know if they're <laughs> testing out a potential spinoff with like Tez and Tyrese and all them, but they shouldn't do it. Those... <laughs> They did not work on their own without like the straight man of Brian or Vin Diesel. Like they yeah. just fell flat without a straight man. Well, and like the plot of them going to space was so cool in the last one. I loved it. And then like they didn't have they didn't their only setup was like what was this like the remote control car? There's so <laughs> yeah, the remote control that uh Ro- the agency told Roman that hey, we have a plan, but we only need you. Tej and Ramsey, yeah. but it and wasn't you're in charge. I guess it was still the agency. It was just what's his face, Ames, Richardson, 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 Richardson. Yeah, <laughs> the dude who takes way more roids than anyone has any business taking. <laughs> oh, oh. With, that, with that, with the dumb haircut. <laughs> hey man, that's a uh, that's another Aquaman since both Aquamans are teaming up together. Nice. It's also Jack Reacher. Yep. On the Amazon Prime series, Jack Reacher. Uh Daniela Melchire, the uh Isabel, the sister of Elena from Fast Five. Man, that's a threat I really didn't no. care or need. Yeah, we didn't need that. Uh and why did she have all the classified police documents from her dead sister? Because that made I, no I, sense. My assumption is she was living in the sister's home. Um, but, uh, Daniela, uh, is Ratch Catcher 2 in Suicide Squad, the Suicide, and she's Uda, the red girl in Guardians 3 that Star-Lord tried to mac on. So that's, uh, it's that funny thing to see a lot of the actors are like, oh, you're in Guardians 2. Okay, <laughs> that's cool. You know, <laughs> big, I mean, big summer was, for you. She was fine as yeah. like an actor in her yeah. bit. It's just yep. it was like a character I did not care or need. I I did oh. roll I did roll my eyes when she's like you're she you're her sister. I'm like God, I, really another someone with family? Come on! And then the yes. whole fucking diatribe of like, why did the good sister die? Why wasn't it me? I'm like I don't fucking care. That was stupid. <laughs> that whole sequ- we didn't need that. They could have that that would have been our save. Uh, that would have been our make two hours. And I will say her fucking line of like, Dom, go save your son, my nephew. I'm like, fucking shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ, stop trying to ham fist this lady into this goddamn movie. <laughs> family, dude. Working. It's all about family. <laughs> um, What else? Do you guys want to take a guess? Speaking of family, how many times was family said in this movie? Oh, Jesus, 112. Um. 68. I hate you. 56 times. Oh, damn. Yeah. And I, I want to say in the trailer, there was like th- 20 plus. Um, I did appreciate how they worked. It was Hobbs and Shaw's 
after credits or mid credit, whatever the fuck it was, <laughs> of Han showing up at his door, right? And that, th- it was F nine. It was F nine's after yeah. credit. Yeah, I, because I everyone went, oh that, see them that they worked that in. Yeah, me too. As a part, of, I'm like, oh look, an after credit scene that actually worked into the next movie, like in a way that made sense. That actually was that's clever. Yeah, I appreciate that. I I I I appreciate that too. I was unless they would have they. I ran into somebody, you know, a while back, and it's just like, well, I don't know. Just, you know, I like the fact it's just, oh, mid credit scene. Oh, it's, the, oh, it is the mid credit scene. Okay, here we go. It is weird, though, when you think about it. It's like, so we got a mid credit scene from very far in Fast 10 after Rome had already been blown up and they almost blew up like the Vatican. Weird, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Um, we have um, Brie Larson joining the family as Mister Nobody's daughter. So I did not enjoy her in this film either. She was like, and I like Brie Larson. I'm one of the people who's very much I like her as Captain Marvel. I have liked everything she's done as Captain Marvel. But again, she, her character felt very ham-fisted to me. Of just like ah, she's Mister Nobody's daughter, and she's taking on that role. Well, and she like didn't act sort of bombastic enough, but she did act kind of silly. But it wasn't it like wasn't far enough, or it was too far. She needed to she needed to crank it up or crank it down with the hammy acting. And so like she didn't she felt out of place in a Fast and Furious movie. Like her character wasn't bonk. Like she like wasn't like wacky enough. She should have been either more or less sort of like. I don't know, charismatic or something, but she just like they like tried to make her like a pantsuit personality. Like they tried to make her outfit her personality. It's like she was, yeah, she like yeah, she didn't do it for me. She was annoying. And like the whole thing of she steals God's eye to then just keep it on her own body the whole time is so like <laughs> dumb. Also, did anyone else pick up on the fact that we should have known that fucking Alan R was bad early on? Or at least in Brazil, when Dante goes, hey, you have the God's Eye. Give it to me now. Because how would he have known that? How would he have known that she had God's Eye? Yeah. So we should have known then that that guy was bad. <laughs> that and uh, I I won't lie. When they did the Brazil and they did the scene of the father going into the meeting, into the meeting and you saw like you know, the people sitting in the office and he's like, and then Momoa sits down to be like bludgeonly staring into the glass window uh, office. I did see a blonde guy and I was just like, that could be him. But like, then I just literally like shrugged it off. Like, nah, it's probably not him. And then it's like, ah, shit, it was him. <laughs> um, a, a return of Scott Eastwood as miss as little nobody was okay. I think just, you know, in that small, range but of what where, he did where the fuck did he go like he jumped out of an exploding car and he disappeared what where the fuck did he go <laughs> we'll we're, we're find out family you know um apparently not a family enough for anyone to give a fuck yeah where he, he well the fans did not like him that's why he wasn't in uh nine so <laughs> did they not uh, i mean he was no, fine people didn't like him because they, they just assumed he was just they assumed that he was going to be the replacement for paul walker like just to, like swap him in like here you go here's your new brian 
that feels judgmental as just saying like hey any white guy can step in for brian people need to calm down yeah as part of the plain white guy community i'm a little i'm a little hurt there you go um did you know that the stewardess on the plane was paul walker's daughter oh was it really yeah to help one day it hurts me for like the time the passage of time yeah that whole scene okay that plane scene just added on (sighs) see okay cena fucking sucked in this movie i have enjoyed cena has been bad in his two fast and the furious movies he like went from being this awkward badass to like this like clunky like jokester guy like what Oh, just the most unfunny jokes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I get that they were trying to go for unfunny uncle vibes with it, but it's like it made it even more not funny. And like the the Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch joke. Ugh. Well, that I think that's going back to um, what movie was it? Uh, the Amy. Um... Yeah, they were making fun of Trainwrecked train wreck yeah it's like you look like marky you look like mark Wahlberg ate himself or something uh and also you know he seen it was in the two daddy home movies with mark Wahlberg. so but then like why did the three agency guys get up to follow john cena to a bathroom in a plane like how were how did they think what was going to happen there <laughs> well the you know the idea was you know when they entered the uh airport there can't the, the little the little B was like there's cameras and he's like yeah I hope they see it right but like why were they following him to the bathroom they're all trapped on a plane well they just assume there's gonna be a three all... on one and Cena punch all three of them at once <laughs> but I thought they were tracking him to get to Dom I think I think they're just gonna try and kidnap little B and then they had their own plane that they were but again, gonna fly they're gonna off. Kidnap them on a plane. There's a bunch of other people there who'd be like, hey, you guys should not kidnap a child. There's always a plan, but Cena defoiled it by yeah, the plane beating was apparently in one punch. that they were on a fucking passenger plane that had an open bay door cargo bay for some reason. Yeah, they could just hop down there. <laughs> yeah. No, but the actual bottom of the plane had a fucking bombardier opening to <laughs> perfectly drop out his fucking thing. What the fuck? And he carried an airplane through air- an airport. I thought saying that out loud is kind of funny. They, they see that would have been a better that would have been better banter than like Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> and then the whole fucking like he needed Schmirnoff to fucking pot like fuel his <sighs> plane. You got a pub. Corona, and now it looks like you got a pub. Um, Schmiernoff. I don't yeah. know. It was Schmiernoff. Oh, but like, I don't know if the way you pub something is be like, hey, our fucking alcohol it's is so alcoholic, <laughs> it can be jet fuel. And it's not, yeah. it's just 80 proof. There's nothing special about that vodka. <laughs> and then they made like a weird red wine joke. Ah, it was fucking rose. I, it's, it's that weird thing with Cena's because Cena's great in, you know, Peacemaker and everything else. But it's just, again, I, mean, I, sp- I actually loved him in Trainwreck. He was one yeah. of like the best parts of that movie. Yeah. But it's huh. just him being super serious. And then uh, they're like, you know what? He's funny and doing all the other stuff. So let's try to 
interweave it, that in. But again, it's you it hundred percent felt that way of like, hey, Cena's always worked as the goofy guy. Let's turn him into the goofy guy yep. with no fucking explanation as to why he is yeah. now the goofy guy. Well, they, the whole they, fucking they, thing with his car too was so fucking stupid. Yeah, they needed like better writers to punch up Cena's scenes. But like this is like how an improv guy. <laughs> this is what this is a small, a larger version. When we discussed it on um, what we just talked about, Anch- Anchorman, no, what Spider Man? When we did Spider Man about how time and how we, you know, six months, eight months, year and a half. I think Ricky said like two years or so. Yeah, and it's like. This movie's like six years apart, has to, you know, at least three to four. So there was that way of, you know, there is probably Cena interweaving himself into the family again. Also, spoiler alerts because Spider Man comes out much after we release this. Hey, that's fine. We're interrupting Anchorman and then we're going to Spider Man, baby. Spoilers. I said spoilers, remember? So it's all that matters. Everything's um, on the table. Apparently. <laughs> um, so, to what we're talking about, and Keith doesn't like the the way he puts it, but the director said, how, obviously, with visual effects. So, he asked about practical, the director about practical effects and physical stunts being utilized in this movie, saying, obviously, we've been, we had visual effects help, but we just needed to keep everything grounded in, pra- in the practical. The visual effects were mainly for safety and scope, but we need to go back, needed the basis to stay in, in our reality. Without that, it would become too much. I wanted it to feel like Fast 1, 3, and 5. Movies that feel grounded. Yes, Fast 5. The movie in which they put a fucking safe to the back of cars and drove it through a cityscape. Very grounded. It, they, they should do a count of how many times like Vin Diesel solves a problem by looking down at his like center console and hitting a red button. <laughs> Or how many times they make their cars go faster by just shifting one more time? Yep. Hey, man, I try those in video games. I still can't even do that. Yeah. Uh, I love Jason Momoa. I thought he was fantastic as the psych- psych- psychotic mm-hmm. bad guy. I went in and out. There are scenes where he's spectacular, but there are some scenes where I'm like, all right, this is too much and kind of stupid. Yeah, that didn't bother o- me. I still think overall he is fantastic, but there were some things where it was just like I didn't need it or it felt too over the top for me. But like he's still he's still I mean Jason Momoa <sighs> damn to go from the heartthrob that is Cal Drogo and just keep pumping out so much goodness. He is a spectacular actor. I, yeah. I, I I hope you're right when Aquaman 2 comes out because all I'm seeing and hearing about Aquaman 2. Oh no that's Okay, let me let me walk this back yeah. a little bit. Everything that's not Aquaman, except his cameo in the John Cena series, is dog shit. Well, the straight up Aquaman movies are dog shit. I don't care. Thirty three percent of the podcasters on this episode are Aquaman fans. Yeah, you. <laughs> Keith is the only Aquaman fan I think. Well, in existence. I, I'll see. I'll, yeah, I'll watch it. But now all I'm hearing about the new Green Lantern is it's on par with. Um, you mean the new Ra- Aquaman? Yeah, yeah. It's on par with um, Ryan Reynolds's Green Lantern. Ooh, that's not good. Nice. And this is them after doing re- uh, reshoots and stuff. So we'll see. Yeah, reshoots um, usually aren't a good sign. 
I saw his interview I, after the movie. I uh, was looking up stuff, and one of the interviews with uh, Momo is that everything he did was to somehow annoy his mom in real life to the point of she hates lavender. So that's why he's always wearing lavender, the lavender uh, muscle car he has. It's just to annoy her. <laughs> um, but I thought he was awesome. I love the, you know, the scene of when he kidnaps a little bee and he's driving with him and he's watching Vin fight off two helicopters and he like just looks at him and goes, hey, by the way, you know, I beat your dad in a street race, like for like no reason, you know, like that's that those scenes where he just threw in random quips were the best. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I just like the idea, the the idea of him being, well, I died. So I saw what what happens when you die. Nothing. So that's why I'm this chaotic person after now of, you know, having an, uh, a um, a drink party with two dead uh, two guards. Yeah, that, he that was fun. I, I like the idea of how he like turned cyphers bodyguards against her like hey check your videos like oh you see all these your families that you uh <laughs> you have i had to kill him because he had nothing not even a cat yeah, yeah that, was, that was that was good did he and vin diesel ever interact yeah in brazil constantly in Bra yeah constant right. and where like, we saw all the sweet butt shots yeah yeah they were still just you're just still mad, still about the sister. You forgot. No, I'm not. Part. I was just asking a question, man. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, that's he, what I'm he, saying. They're so blinded by the stupidity of the sister. Oh, yeah, yeah. You forgot about. Oh, I thought the royal you. I thought you were accusing me. <laughs> no, no, they, no, no. They they interacted with. Um... That's where you get uh, the great scene of Momoa's guys all pulling guns, but Vin's got family in Brazil. This is so Brazil. But everyone oh, yeah, pulled guns yeah. back. That was funny. That was some classic Fast and Furiousness. <laughs> yeah, and then they solved it. By having a street race. Yeah. Uh, and apparently Momoa can just get bombs on anything and everything at any point. My man. Well, I think he had his the henchman do that on the on the like he can do it on a motorcycle, but I think he had the henchman do it on the street race because he did the they did they all look back and the henchman nodded things so like okay, they're all they're all booby trapped. This movie to me did kind of lack the the thing that like is the trademark fast and furious thing of where they like freak out a car to help solve the problem or complete the task. This movie kind of lacked that. I like, think that's what Cena's car was supposed to be. But yeah. we also there's definitely some gaps in there with this movie, but I think <laughs> it's because it's only the first part. Yeah, there's no yeah, like they it's didn't an build extensive like... story to where we're gonna get back to it. I hope so. Because the the stuff where they were like Testing out the cool different drift cars to try to dodge the cameras. Was that I forget which one that was in. That was five. That yeah, was five. like there was there was nothing where they were like really flexing, showing off their like driving prowess. No, they 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 and this one they went away from that. Yeah, just they <laughs> it was uh, just the cars. It was, it was Finn just Finn. having yeah. sweet black cars every part of the world he goes to. Yeah. One way and or another, swinging the swinging the crane was hilarious. Yeah, Dude, that was. <laughs> Joe and I both just kind of went. I I yes. gave a thumbs up. I just gave it a thumbs up. Like, yep, that's science. Yep, you're doing everything you can, Dom. And, and then he ended up on the road, and the car still drove. Yeah, <laughs> and all the other cop cars, you know, flew uh, away. Keith, as everything you're complaining about, that's what's upsetting. No, me. I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I think, I think, I think the one downfall, but I don't know about uh, Momo's character, is him giving Toretto like. 
you have 10 seconds. You have five seconds to save her. You know, like giving her, <laughs> giving him that time. Like you have this amount of time and, and Toretto always saves them. Yeah, but that was baked into his plan though. Because yeah. remember, you don't accept death when suffering is owed. Yeah. <laughs> like he wanted, he wanted all of that to happen because yeah. he wants to continue to build that. Like, because remember his talk through this entire thing is about how like Toretto is a saint, is a godly figure. So yeah. he needs him to be the savior constantly so that in the end, it's all for nothing and he's a failure. Yeah. Um, I didn't not mind Pete Davidson in this movie for his one yeah. little role. I thought it was really okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that he was funny. Yeah. I'm like, God damn it, fuck boy. Go find some new starlet to bang. Yeah. Go away. I thought he was pretty he was pretty funny. And but again, th- then it just becomes that scene of Tez and Roman fighting each other. And it's just like, all right, guys. And also we've the done this for bit of four Han movies now. Fucking tripping balls. What? Yeah. That- that felt like I guarantee there's a deleted scene right there where they actually follow through with the Han on drugs thing. Yeah, I think so too. That's not how drug. That's not how like the muffins work. Well, it's also I will... like not how any point of these movies have worked to suddenly have a weird drug scene. Yeah, and like he nibbles on four bites and is instantly just tripping balls. I mean, I honestly <laughs> thought that's how we we're gonna get Gal Gadot. Like he was gonna trip and thought he saw her type thing. That would have been better. Davidson. <laughs> did say that they were pretty fucked up muffins. Yeah, maybe they like weren't weed. <laughs> I mean, he I don't think said they, they were. were weed they weren't said weed. They just I'm said I'm pretty sure they were psychedelic muffins. Yes. Yeah, but to something that act maybe like DMT or something that acts within like seconds. <laughs> it's just straight up acid fucking Well, even that takes Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Keith letting his uh <laughs> Yeah. Remember that you got a shoot job there, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you can't, hey, hey, can't test for that stuff. No, but uh, if you openly admit it on something. I'd be like, yo, test me. <laughs> but what if I'm lying? <laughs> um, what else? Um, Yeah, the, uh, the whole Charlize Theron and Michelle Rodriguez stuff was okay. We talked about how like that fight. <laughs> how long do we have? Four minutes. Okay, and then we fight for four. Then they go back to... <laughs> You know, you got to follow me to freedom type thing. And you find out that they're in Antarctica. A thing, a thing movies are doing. And I want to say a Marvel movie did it. I want to say Endgame maybe. But it's like that. We're going to a new location and we got to do giant brick letters to say, hey, we're in Antarctica or oh, we're in Rome or Los Angeles present day. I feel like Fast has been doing that for a while, though. Yeah. Because like, I feel like they like. Is either Fast or Marvel that did like started this regime of action? You oh, know. That's been going for like decades. People doing the big crawl for like where you're at. I yeah, but, and I feel like it's pretty in like universe for Fast to do it because I feel like they've been doing it for a while. <laughs> and and you know again like, and usually like with sweet music over the top of it, like for where <laughs> their location yes. they're going to. Yeah, kind of swoops down. You see some butts. <laughs> I just. You know, I just who knows? Like, I just wish for me in this movie that we had uh, a new separation of groups. You know, like you know, we talked about already about how we're done with the Tej and Roman bit pitter patter. You know, let's get at her. Let's get at her um, stuff. And then there was uh, Ramsey, and it's just like put 
Roman, you know, put Roman with Letty or put Tez with Letty, you know, something to separate the crews instead of going originals go with originals and new two go with two. I almost would have like preferred if we had more Han and Roman. Because remember, there's we something got them going for... on there. There's something going on there. Well, it was the one in London where we got some like six. Han... Was it six? Yeah. Where we got Han and Roman time. And I'm like, these guys have great chemistry. Yeah. Because <laughs> seven is when uh, Statham debuts and they're fighting in LA or uh, they're around the whole world. Right. World. And seven is where Han has died. Because that's like yes. how the movie kicks off. Begins. Being like yes. Han's dead because Statham killed him. Correct. Because we've rewritten Tokyo Drift to say this is how Han died. Again, well, this now is now the, we've Han twice did then. die. <laughs> He's been re yeah, and the popularity of you know Han. That's why the one one scene I did not like, and it just made grind my gears is the Ames and. Mrs. Nobody. Oh, that's doing the garbage. Basically, basically doing a Fast and Furious recap from one to where we're at in a bad green screen monitor civilians room. I'm like, ah, oh, this is just looks terrible. And using scenes as the movie, being like, where, how, how would you have that footage? Yeah, <laughs> like, how do you footage. have that? <laughs> how do you have how? And like, even the Toretto's photos in his garage. Like, how do you have? You know, two fast, two furious photos, and you yeah. you weren't even who there. took that picture? Yeah, who took that photo? <laughs> yeah, um, that shit annoyed the fuck out of me. I will not lie when the Ames and little Mrs. Nobody did the whole thing. I saw it in a commercial, and I honestly thought it was a commercial for the movie, not yes. like part of the movie. It was a commercial, and then I'm like, oh, this is bad CGI. Yeah, that whole fucking room just oh yeah, that scene. I am on board with you for grinding my gears. That <laughs> fucking sucked. And then yeah. the whole thing of like, I'm a freight train. I'll run you over or whatever the fuck he said. And then she walks away going, I'll make my own road. I'm like, fucking shut up. You're all dumb. This dialogue is dumb. <laughs> again, again, you know, you, you know, with Ames being in the franchise now, he had to get, you know, big and buff the crazy thing was i was surprised that they didn't do the momoa being the same height as vin diesel because they did have rock if you if because yeah, yeah. but they have a bigger <clears throat> dick thing going on between dom well, and rock that's true but to be fair rock did try to come in and like force dom i keep calling vin diesel out of his own franchise that's true um but again it's just like you know the big dick energy between the two of like, oh, I have to be the same height as you. It's kind of, you know, go back to, you know, our very first podcast we ever did, Predator. Carl Weathers is taller than Arnold, but Arnold's the bigger name. So how do we switch the height? I got it. Arnold's on top of a mountain every time or something. And <laughs> Weathers is always looking up at him. So that's the how you change the height. Was anyone else first popped to see Rock back and then Rock delivered a line and crushed a phone? And I'm like, oh, I don't want Rock back anymore. No, no. I think it. what gave the Rock away to me was his forearm being in the tight little like long sleeve that barely fit his forearm. And I'm like, oh, the that's extra you know. medium he wears yeah. as that I character. Was just, I was just like, oh, okay. And then you can come find me, some bitch. And I'm like, okay. Well, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm a fan of the. Was that the, was it, is that Fast Five where he talks like that? 
I mean, it's every rock. Everyone. It's every fast that he's in. I thought, I thought that character kind of changed and became more like cr- crude and surly. And that like... was more in uh, Hobbs and Shaw. Well, in the first one, he's like, uh, Toretto's on my list and no one can get in my way. And if you do, you know, go fuck yourself, basically. <laughs> That's and what he all said. His teammates get killed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm. I can... I'm curious if they put Vin Diesel and The Rock in a scene together. They will. They have to. You have to. I don't. Maybe they don't. No, dude. I borderline <laughs> think he's not even going to be in Ten Two. Yeah. I borderline yep. think we're getting a Hobbs and Shaw too. I think because remember, yeah. fucking Statham also went off to do his own thing to go save his mom. Yeah. So like, but, I borderline think we're getting a Hobbs and Shaw too, and they won't even be in Ten Two. I, I they could I'm, they could I'm, so easily just do like a production thing where they are just in separate locations. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna call it now. We're like, gonna we're going we to get, get a, a we'll get a barbecue at the end scene where like they'll deal with each other where they are across the table from each other, <laughs> both heads of the table on either yeah. side. Although uh, I do want to see a scene where their one dicks of them laid out. <laughs> We're gonna get Roman Reigns in this movie, so if he, it's all that association crap. So that's how they're gonna get everybody. So part two will be uh like the end game of like on your left and just everybody showing up in the universe. Like oh my oh god. god, I would love the tribal chief to show up, but he's like in tribal chief now, no longer yeah. the little boy from the island. Yeah. He's like. I am the head of the table, and he yep. spears fucking rock off the table, and that's how we get our WrestleMania match. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm guaranteeing we will see multiple Rock Vin Diesel scenes together. Because, so you know, we have the whole, you know, what Rick brought up. Rock tried to take out Vin Diesel in his own franchise, and Vin Diesel was like, "No, I have family," and then everybody, you know, went to his side, and then he had, as someone put it. Uh, crazy Uncle Tyrese putting, uh, you know, uh, twittering and putting. Dude, uh, he was the most unhinged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was the most hinged out of the out of the fight. And then you know, Vin Diesel a couple years ago, like Rock, you got to be part of the franchise. We can't do this without you. And he was a Rock, little too thirsty in that. Rock one. was like, "No, I'm, I'm, we're good." And this then the director came out and said, "Like, yeah, we, we sent out feelers for him and." And his company and agency to see if we can get him back in the franchise. And because as they put it, <laughs> as they put it, we can't go on. We, the franchise really can't go on if we don't have Rock and Gal Gadot in the franchise. You know, like the whole family. Yeah, well, Gal Gadot was dead. <laughs> I know. I'm just vindicated. I'm just saying, dude. It doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> like yeah, Rock not being there didn't like did feel weird. Like it felt like this weird card in these terrible situations that wasn't being used, and it made no sense because in universe they didn't have a falling out, if, so it if, made no if, sense why they wouldn't call in like the, their good friend. The thing is, this we're gonna get we're, we're you know the producer just chimed in. Do we get Eva Mendez back? We probably will. <laughs> so there's all those things of everybody that has helped them in the movies. Do not be surprised if they somehow show back up. First of all, I'm never going to be upset if Eva Mendez uh, is more I, in my life. Of course, uh, but we're getting Eva Mendez. We're get the Tokyo team again. We're getting Rock again. Um, well, these oh these series have becoming have become so like meta and fourth wally. Like I think in the next one, like Fast and Furious should exist. It do not. It will not surprise me. <laughs> if Jason Momoa's idea is to get 
the too fast, too furious villain out and then have him come back. You know, like have his room of henchmen that has that Dom and family have been swatted away, you know, like <laughs> just give me all of that. You know, give me the end game moment of, uh, you know, on your left, but it's really all the bad guys from the movies. Johnny Tran showing back up, even though he's dead. You know, just give me what I want. And speaking of give me what I want, give me Batista and Fast and the Furious. Right. That'd be good. So we're, we all agree that John Cena's not dead. He, oh, yeah. I, 100% he's not dead. I assume with him him dropping his hands down, like giving up, it's just him really pulling a, something and then like sliding out from the explosions. God, but to give him that scene of being like, Dom, it's time for me to get out of your shadow and like, be this whole like I'm sacrificing myself thing to have it not end up being a. He sacrifice. should be dead. If <laughs> be it, he should be dead, he should be. But if Han can survive, Godot can survive. Yeah, but there's like you gotta have like smart screenwriters. Like <laughs> he's finished his art. To be fair, Keith, the writers are on strike. That's true. We're just gonna get a bunch of scabs writing these new ones. <laughs> um. One thing, so one thing about the movie is, you know, how we get the plot twist that Ames is working with Momoa, and then we see Ames shooting a rocket launcher at a plane with that carrying Roman, Tej, and Ramsey, and then it explodes off screen. They 100% survived. But the question is how, you know, <laughs> you can't die in the franchise. So, especially Something you can't have. <laughs> I, if I recall, they did have like some type of like dirt bikey type vehicle. Yeah, that's. I, agree. I assume it's they just got in bikes, and they so. drove off, or like they that... they were able to get out one way or another. Dirt bikes but, is a solid bet. I like that. But the I thing... was thinking are like squirrel, you know, like the wingsuits. I bet they all have wingsuits or something. Yeah, but one of the things that I mentioned leaving the theater and talking was they're going to ruin the ending of this movie with the trailers when the new one comes out the new one comes out in 2025 maybe so that's two years from now the trailer the ending the trailer will give away the ending of people showing up Did it well yeah back to back no, no one no one no. believes he's that... gonna be so much older when they film that yeah no, it's uh, not gonna work that, that's part of why I'm so grumpy about the non-ending is we have to wait two years. Because <laughs> we, we, we get a cliffhanger. We get the cliffhanger <laughs> of um, the Ames turning yeah. on, you know, hey, uh, you what, you just thought everybody would turn, go good on you there, Vin, Dom? <laughs> and then uh, them at the bridge, and then he drives down the dam. I wish he was yelling, damn, 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 but he didn't. The, the, damn, the damn drive was tight. I like the damn drive. Um, <laughs> And then we get the scene uh, ending. The ending of the movie is Momoa blowing up the dam with Little B and Toretto, ho- you know, holding each other, and like that's it. And now we go into part two, which doesn't come out for another two years. Just for us to, it's like when they didn't kill, when they didn't vaporize any main characters in uh, the Marvel in the Thanos ending. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, of course they're fine. These people are alive. <laughs> but we're gonna have a little B with a mustache next next movie. Yeah, <laughs> I like, know. And like, like it's significantly older. 
it blew my mind that we didn't uh, when I found when Keith's like, it doesn't come out for another two years. I'm like, what are you talking about? No, <laughs> it comes out like I feel like they double filmed this. It's like, no, they didn't double film this. It's just them starting out in two years. It's just like the trailer alone will give away the entire movie. Like, oh, look, here's three people blowing up in a airplane offset screen. Oh, they're fine. You know, it's like, don't the new one, the new, the next Fast Furious part t- 10, part two better be <laughs> just like it comes out this day. Come see it. That's well, it. Family. Why are you so what? Like the trailer is going to be fine. I'm like, of course they live. It's not, it's not going to be surprising. Yeah, I mean, there really <laughs> is no question that Vin Diesel not going to die to a giant fucking yeah. tidal wave. Yeah, he's just going to fly away somehow in the new one. <laughs> but this movie did come out a couple of weeks ago in Rome. And in an interview, one Vin Diesel brought up that the higher ups enjoyed this movie and asked him, hey, can you make this a trilogy instead of just a part two? So we could get Fast 10 part three. Instead of just you know fast twelve, so uh, do you think they're gonna call, they call it, it fast? 11? Yeah, do they call it fast ten two or do they fast actually 10, just fast call it 10, fast eleven? Fast ten part two is on everybody's IMDb. Just call call like the syllables. Just call <laughs> it eleven. Yeah, because Vin because me and uh, Keith were talking about this. Um, Yesterday, um, Vin Diesel's like next couple because when he brought up it, the next movie is coming out in two years. I'm like, bull crap. And I looked into it, I'm like, oh, yeah, it says 2025. And then he's also doing Triple X4 and another oh, no. Riddick. I'm okay with that. Vin so. Diesel is going to be 60 <laughs> when this thing's done. But Joe, you mentioned give me what I want, give me Last Witch Hunter 2. Give me what I want. <laughs> he always he always wants to do that, but that ain't happening. So that first one is so good. Yeah, but this move, you know, again, the, the, I Fast and Furious peaked at five to the point like that's like the, that is the movie that you know. Hey, what's what's your favorite? Most m- a lot of people it's five, but then it's how do we go from five to then let's do. You know, we'll work with the agency and then then it, then it's gone bonkers to the point of, you know, we're going to blow up Rome and that's just the setup, you know. And then as Keith puts it, the movie ends basically halfway through the movie being like, it's a setup for, you know, they want this to be their, um, you know, Empire Strikes Back type stuff. Of like, we're just going to end it here and, or Matrix Reloaded of we're ending it here to lead into revolutions. But Matrix film both those those movies. Yeah, say, at least they back. shot those at the same time, and they came out like within a year of each yeah. other. Not two, yeah. But um, so little B's just going to be a completely different person in the next di- film. Different actor. <laughs> but so we assume that John Cena lives. I assume Kurt Russell will be back for the next movie. I'm gonna say you're stupid, but I mean, fucking Gal Gadot just showed up. So what the yeah, fuck do I come know? at? Come, come at <laughs> <Nice>. me. Come <laughs> at me. Um, for, for the listeners, Joe just did the Momoa arm spread. <laughs> he did for like five seconds, right? I gotta do it for five seconds. One, two, three. There we go. Um, uh, I I guarantee Rock and Vin Diesel together. 
I just want a cool car. That's what I want in the next one. That's my one wish is one cool one cool car. I kind of am okay trading in the super cool car to get a sweet racing with butt scene. Like yeah. I felt I was much happier for that to be back than having the super like a souped out car type Wait, thing. You, it's not hard to have both. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> You're right. I'll give you that. <laughs> And especially in a two and a half hour movie, you know, we can, but I feel we, like we're going to get the supercar for the next one and we won't get the butts. We'll see. Um, Keith, did you find any reviewers? Yeah. The ghost of the ghost of Roger Ebert is a good ghost riding the whip. Nah, how's that for a, that's a reference. But yeah. Uh, Mr. Brian Tallarico at RogerEbert.com. Gave fast and gave fast X two two out of four stars, and a little reading series I picked. We've, we've we've been touching on it, and yet all these famous faces are given so little to do. The Roman Tej banter has never felt more tired. Moreno and Mirren each get one supporting Dom scene that sounds like AI wrote it. Cena is trapped with Perry on an awkwardly conceived and executed road trip. Only only Theron and Rodriguez get to have any real fun in their subplot. Finding it out in the film's best, one of the film's best combat scenes. For the most part, Fast X is the Dante show, and the film was at its most very effective when it bounces Diesel and Momoa's very different screen personas off each other. It's pretty accurate. I'll give him that. Yeah. Um, budget for this movie is around three hundred forty million. So insane. Uh, you have you have to. <laughs> That's got to be for all three of them. Nope. It's no. just this film, dude. <laughs> wow. just, well, you have to think because they lost a director yeah. and then they went like a month or so without a director, but they kept filming. So it was just the budget went more and more up while they were waiting for. It is also a massive cast that has done a ton of these films. So they, yeah. and they did, yeah. you know, actually shoot on location at a bunch of places. Yeah. That was nice. Uh, yeah. We were just talking about that. They like shot at places sort of. Yeah. Well, kind of. It wasn't as much in this one as the other ones. Yes. Uh, box office. Um, it sounds like globally it got three hundred and seventeen million. <laughs> so Almost making your money back in opening weekend when you have yeah. that big a budget mm-hmm. is actually that's pretty good. And with it being an opening weekend, I think uh, I saw uh, that Fast Ten got around. 67 million this first weekend so in the doing, domestically so doing much better internationally than it is domestically yep so uh ratings imdb gives us gives this one a 6.4 um i think it's higher for sure than fast nine um let me see what did fast nine get fast nine got a 5.2 so Higher up than that. Uh, Ron Tomato, all critics gave this a 54. Top critics a 49. Verified audience gave this an 87. And all audience gave this a 78. So again, it's the fans loving it and the critics don't. Before we uh, glaze this uh, barn burner vehicle, uh, vehicle, I'm trying to find a way, you know, you know, rev shooting, Keith. Uh, we're going to rank them. We okay. haven't As- gotten there yet. Spoilers, dude. Uh, cruise. Uh, we'll be ranking some cruise, the villain, uh, cars, action set, heist, and movie. So let's just do heist just because it's uh, the heist idea was the trap in the beginning of the movie. 
Yeah. Well, do you have what are I do. Uh <laughs> heist, heist goes this way. Five, seven, two, four, nine, Hobbs and Shaw. One, eight, and six and three are tied. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it before no, this wasn't not much of a heist. It's gonna yes. go in the back back third. <laughs> I think it has to go after one. Right, because at least one still has a heist. Yeah. yeah, and DVD player, TV, TV, DVD player combos are red. So, All right. so we're putting it, we're putting it behind. Uh, yeah, behind one. one. Okay, okay. Uh, let's do action set. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I we don't ha- remember these movies well enough. We have seven. Seven's when they. Uh... That was number one. Yep, we have seven, five, nine. What happened in seven? Seven is the, is the runway. No, six is the runway. Seven is the Statham fighting, and then the car jumping building to building. Oh, oh that yeah, that yeah. Was so, um, Which seven one was the submarine that they apparently stole. Was that, that eight? Was eight. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, what's the overall list? Um. Hang on. One, two, three. Oh, there. Um. <laughs> Seven, five, nine, three, eight, six, one, four, two, and three. I'll put well, this it's better one, than three. I would say I'd put it over eight because, like, I mean, okay. a huge bomb rolling through Rome that he then hits with a crane, yeah, knock into the rad. water, yeah, yep, and then for, he nunchucked helicopters, <laughs> yep, yeah, he did. Let's do cars as we for cars we have seven, eight, four, three, six, five, one, two, nine, Hobbs and Shaw. It's better than Hobbs and Shaw. Yep. But it's down there with nine, right? There wasn't yep. like that. There was no cars in, in there. <laughs> like they had the gold Lamborghini for Roman. They had the small Italian job for Han. The lavender muscle car for Momoa. But they did they were never like important. Yeah, they yeah. were never featured. So yeah. I would say yeah. I don't remember because nine had no cars either. Nine had none. So I think I'd put this over nine. Okay. Yeah. Works for me. Where I'd fall. I'm in. Uh, okay. Uh let's do uh hmm. Cruise. Where do we want to put this crew? We have five, seven, eight, nine. One, six, two, three, Hobbs and Shaw, and then four. <laughs> um, God, what was six? Six is it's just the crew from five, but you include the raw, uh, Gina Carino. Um, Ew, and that's uh, right, they had Gina Carino in one of okay. I'll put it over six just because I can't. Okay, Keith, you agree? Yeah, I don't remember, but I'm not going to even okay. try on this one. <laughs> All right. So let's do villains. <laughs> uh, number one, we have Gina Carino's Twitter account. Oh, yeah. Baby. <laughs> we have the older Shaw. We have Cypher. We have younger Saw. We have Reyes. We have Johnny Tran, Braga, and Phoenix from four. Uh, Brixton and. Um, Brixton. Brixton, I, this is Hobbs and Shaw, oh, and then DK and Carter, and then we have Aldo. Aldo is our last villain, but Aldo is nine. The I'm putting Momoa. At... 
I mean, Momoa takes down Gina Carino's Twitter, doesn't he? Yes, he does. I, I, I like those two being on top with each other. That sounds yeah. fun. I forgot that we put Gina Carino's Twitter <laughs> as a villain. Uh, I hope that bitch is fucking loving her non-career now. Yeah, like, dumb fucking cunt. I forgot. I that's. I was like, I know Momoa's gonna be our first villain, but I would keep that for like second to last. Oh, but then I dude. forgot that Gina Carino's Twitter account was our number one. Uh, Fuck, that was a good pop. I love. Yeah. Old us, that's funny. That's yeah. just funny shit right there. That's good <laughs> shit. All right. So now where do we put the movie? We have Fast Five, Fast One. We put nine at three. Eight, seven, six, two, Hobbs and Shaw, three, and then four. God, we really hate. Wait, we rated Hobbs and Shaw above Tokyo Drift? I agree. Yep. <laughs> Um, I stand cannot, by be, that. cannot be changed, and this is just rewatchability. Correct. Five, it's still one, like five nine, and one. I could eight. rewatch anytime ever. I yeah. never want to watch this. Else just kind of exists. <laughs> yeah, five, one, nine, eight, seven, six, two. Hobbs and Shaw. Put this above Hobbs and Shaw. No, I would. It, I'd put it higher than that. Yeah, I would put it higher than that. I just don't ever want, since it doesn't, like, if I just want to pick this movie specific, I guess Momoa watching would be fun. Can you, okay, read it one more time, Joe. All right. Five, one, nine, eight, seven. That's our top five. Nine, eight, seven, five, one. Put it above then, seven. Above seven? See, I would say behind seven. Fate of the Furious is a fucking. Oh, seven, yeah, seven has the, the action. That's right. Yeah. yeah, after. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I'd put it there. All right. There we go. So five, one, nine, eight, seven, ten, six, two, Hobbs and Shaw, three, four. Nine rocked. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I I'm I feel pretty good about that yeah. rewatchability list. That the second half, you never really have to watch any of those. Yeah. So uh what's funny is that one is our second most rewatchable while definitely not being anywhere near that highly rated. Yeah, yeah. it's it's but like it's an, e- <laughs> it's an easy watch. It's yeah. also very nostalgic. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to rewatch it right now. <laughs> I would say go. You can go watch it on I'd, Peacock. I think it's on the cock. So, uh, sir, I own a steel. Oh, I do too. I, I own the Furious One. I'll slap that bitch in and watch it right now. I have the. I have the. So, well, let's get some stars, shall we? My world has fallen. I'm falling to my knees. Whoa, yeah. And now I feel my hands trembling. Oh, Lord, ain't no promise I'll breathe again. But I won't glaze down. Oh, I won't glaze down. That's all I got. There was no real, like, banger song to use for this one, unfortunately. Yeah, it's... It's been a long glaze, my friend. Doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, it would have, but like that's yeah. more. Like, it's not this film. Yeah. So, what do you guys want to give uh, Fast X? So I've been everywhere with this film. Like I've been as low as like three and a quarter, and I was as high as four and a quarter, trying to figure out what did I want to <laughs> rank this. But I'm gonna settle on a nice three and three quarters. There's just there's a little bit too much wrong for me to give it a full four. 
but it's still a good movie that's a lot of fun. So three and three quarters for me. Keith? All right. I think it was I this franchise grew on me like when we did I was late to the appreciation of this franchise in my life. And then like so then I kind of appreciate like the way I was describing it earlier is like after fast five or so it's like fast and Trace becomes aware of itself and then now it's become aware of itself being aware of itself and that's starting i think i can see it starting to get annoying to me so but momoa killed it and i don't know there's just a little a little too popcorny i'm gonna go which was not a pro i don't know it was mostly good two and three quarters two and three quarters damn um, I'll give it three and a quarter. I it was fun. I enjoyed. M for me, Momoa carried the mo movie to the point where we <laughs> watching Vin Diesel's acting. Besides not being Groot, it's very <laughs> uh drastic on how, how monotone he is with yeah. his acting skills. Yeah, he didn't. Dom didn't do it for me in this so much. All right, that brings Fast 10 at three and a quarter, which puts it in the Fast franchise pretty high up at three and a quarter. <laughs> it's going to be behind F9, Fate of the Furious, Furious 7, and Fast 5, but above everything else. So, yeah. Right on. Okay. Well, hope you enjoyed our uh, Fast 10 breakdown as now you go back to your regular scheduled product of Anchorman 2, The Legend Continues. So oh. find out find out what we thought of that movie and then uh, <laughs> you find out what uh, movie franchise we would move on from that. So Spider-Man, uh, you already spoiled it. There it is. But which Spider-Man? Who knows? But we'll find out at Anchorman 2 the legend continues but you can go to no cell entertainment.com that's right no so entertainment.com you can find all the things we do for you you can go to uh follow us on the socials on no so entertainment and no so ent on facebook twitter and the instagram you can listen to us on apple podcast spotify and wherever you listen to your podcast i don't even know what bit to do i'm so confused as to where we are in life but family